Hi all, Kinsey Schofield here with the Today for Daily podcast. I finally got my Princess Kate Queen of Hearts t-shirt in the mail and it is absolutely precious. This cute Kate heart art is available in both t-shirt and sweatshirt form in multiple different colors and inclusive sizes. And thanks to its viral success, I've also launched the Princess Christmas t-shirt and sweatshirt featuring our Princess of Wales heart art with a Santa hat. The sweatshirt says, have a princess Christmas. Order yours today at todayfordaily.com. Love the British monarchy. You've come to the right place. Welcome to the To Die For Daily podcast with Kinsey Schofield. Take it away, Kinsey. Hi, all. Kinsey Schofield here with the To Die For Daily podcast. And today I'm talking to my friend of... Oh, almost over a decade, right? Uh, captain of the Wales polo team, Ricky Cooper. Ricky, you've played with multiple members of the, the British royal family. Um, you've even been to some royal events at royal households and, and estates. How did you get involved in Scottsdale's polo party? Well, you know, let me tell you the, let me tell you the actual story was um, I was in town. As you know, I do a lot in the world of tech. Um, and I was in town with a big data center company that you have there in Scottsdale called IO. I think they sold out to a company called Iron Mountain some time ago, but I was in, in town with those guys. And it, it was um, a Thursday night and I saw that, the, you know, one of the EA said to me, the exec assistant said, hey, Ricky, are you going to the polo? I know you play polo. And I said, I didn't even know it's on. They said, contact this guy. And it was Jason Rose. So I called Jason and said, hey, listen, I'm the captain of Wales Polo. We're in town this week. Love to come and see the game. And out of nowhere, he said, right, I've got you covered. Here's some tickets. Turn up tomorrow. And I went and met him and met the team. So it's just a spur of the minute thing. And I remember the morning of the game and I had two or three co-workers with me and they all said on the Friday night, great idea. Let's go. It got to the Saturday morning. Everyone dropped out one after another. And it was me on my own. And I was like, do I go? Yes, I'm going. Jumped in a car got out there and the rest is history. And at halftime during the during the game, 2012, Jason took me out onto the pitch and introduced me to, you know, to the crowd. And ever since then, we've had a massive love affair for the last 10 years. So it's been fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, talk to me about the Wales polo team, because mm. you, you are, have been within its inception. You've been with the Wales yeah. polo team. Isn't that correct? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're the first ever national team of Wales. And we were started, you know, 2008. Yeah, 2008. And we have a very good friend, dear friend of mine called Harry Legberg, whose um, sister was the nanny to William and to Harry, which is close to your heart, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, the, the family are, you know, great friends of the Royals. I think uh, the, um, Harry's mother, Sean Legberg, um, is the Sheriff of Powys, which is a large area in Wales. They have a great place in Wales called Glenusk. And Harry invited us to come and play and start the first ever Wales polo team. And he's been the chairman ever since. Fantastic gentleman. And I've been the captain ever since. And, you know, we play maybe anywhere between kind of five and eight games a year on the snow, on the beach, on grass. And in the arena, which is like an ice hockey size, you know, free aside um, arena, which we play all winter here. You play in America on, you know, the east and west coast arena polo. 
Um, indeed, I think they played one of the big championships, England against um, USA, a few years ago, up in in the place where we're going to play this weekend in the indoor arena there where they do the Barrett-Jackson auction. So they were up there. So we started Wales Polo Team and then Harry got um, very, very luckily for us, got Prince Charles to become our patron, as he was then, Prince Charles. And, you know, many years later, we've done some great things with him. You know, I was at his 70th birthday as one of the many patronages that he has. And there's a great picture of us, you know, maybe two days after Meghan and Harry got married. And they keep using it all the time because it has Charles Camilla, Harry, Meghan, and right between them all is me here, you know, in, the, in just stood behind them. I'll show it to you at the weekend. You have great to. Picture. Yeah, great picture. And it flashes up the whole time because it's one of the only pictures of the four of them together, you know, and uh, there haven't been too many ever since. Um, <laughs> and, and then I, you know, I went to some of the big events like when Prince Charles, it was his 50th year of the Prince of Wales. So they had a big celebration at Buckingham Palace with the Queen and lots of Welsh dignitaries there. So we've been very lucky and fortunate to to go to many of the great occasions. And we're in the midst right now um, because the working royal group has reduced to around, I think it's four now with Wait, William. Wait, and- Ricky, are you going to get Prince William? Are you telling? Ta- Maybe. Oh I think God. that's on the cards because he's the Prince of Wales, right? right? So either we stay with the king or we get, you know, or we get the Prince of Wales. So I think either one of those is fantastic. And, exactly. Uh, it's not we, like a demotion. It's not a demotion, no, you know? No, no. <laughs> Wait, so I, no. have some, I have some questions. What does yeah. royal cake taste like? If you're, you know, you're at some of these celebrity or like some of these celebrations for the, the yeah. royal family. What is that? Is that cake better than other cakes? Do you have the best cakes at royal events? <laughs> Well, the British are known for the cakes as well, aren't they? So they're, they're always going. And, and I think you have to go a special, a special extra mile if you're making them for, you know, members turning up to see, to see the Royals. Yeah. Uh, some of those garden parties are great. Um, that's where they have some really good cake and they give you the tea is, it's a certain color. It's very rich in color. The tea, you know, not like I make at home. I can yeah. tell you that very special tea that they have there and they give you the, the sandwiches that come in the little fingers, you know, um, or oh with, you know, and it'll have salmon and, uh, you know, cucumber, et cetera, all very, um, all very British garden party. Um, <laughs> I love your wife. I think I follow your wife on Instagram. So yeah. if you ever get invited to another garden party, I respectfully ask to take her place. <laughs> uh, we're friends. So hopefully she wouldn't mind if I just like slide in this one time. That would there be we go. You, you mentioned yeah. Tiggy Leg Burke. I think Tiggy actually is Archie's godmother. So Tiggy's yeah. still super close to the bo- both of the boys, as Absolutely, far as I yeah. understand. That's a one. That's yeah. wonderful, and I I like to see it because you know um, where the crown's coming out. We're going to be reminded of Diana's death in the next few weeks. But yeah. and I and while I know Tiggy and Di- Diana was a little envious of Tiggy, while I know that that to be true, when the boys lost Diana, it's so nice that Tiggy was still there and they had that yeah. stability and that friendship you know yeah. so yeah, how fun that you you're, you're friends with that family as well yeah well Tiggy's fantastic she uh, we we had the honor of playing at Glenusk um and they're famous now for their gin and for their whiskey so these large estates that you're finding in in England there's another one good friend of ours um is the Earl of Tyrone over in Ireland and he has a place called Curramore House 
And these big houses have got to start monetizing things. So they have festivals and they're making whiskey, they're making gin. Coromore whiskey is another big one, which Richard, the Earl of Tyrone, is producing at the moment. So it's great to see all these diverse things happening. And we got to stay at Glenusk and um, we stayed in Tiggy's guest house uh, there. She's got a guest house that she she runs. Some of the pictures and the memorabilia around the house are just fantastic. You know, on her wedding day, being held up by William and Harry and things like this, it's just, you know, great to be, be able to see that kind of stuff. Uh, so you've played with King Charles, Prince Harry and Prince William, correct? William, not Harry. Okay. Not well, Harry. I- we would try, yeah. I had a conversation with Harry, you know, like I said, a couple of days after um, the royal wedding, and I was asking him about the future, you know, is he still going to be playing? And he said that he's going to be doing more sort of charity games only a couple a year. He wasn't going to play in too many. And, to you know, to this day, that's been very true. He hasn't necessarily played in too many of the big games. I think we've got more chance now that he's in America of seeing one of the games that, you know, um that, that we participate in so uh let's see let's see how that that one plays out and you did you play in the game with nacho when nacho yeah. was in scottsdale yeah. what is he yeah. like is, is he a fun character oh he's brilliant yeah really good fun and there's a, a great player on our team pete webb that's been with me all the way through you know playing in um scottsdale and pete webb is a good friend of nacho since they were tiny you know since they were sort of young teens in Argentina, because a lot of the British will go and play in Argentina um, during, you know, during the winters here. Um, and Pete used to go down and play and stay with Nacho and they used to hang out together and go go party together and everything. So it's good to see those two come together. And we played against Nacho. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I'd say about four years ago now. So we've got some great pictures with him and uh, good to see him and Pete get back together again. Well, Nacho's our link if we want Harry at the Scottsdale Polo Party. Okay, there there we go. All we got to do is get Nacho back, right? (laughs) Well, I did actually specifically want to ask you about Prince William and playing with Mm. Prince William, because it's my understanding that to play polo, you need to be right-handed, and William is left-handed. Left-handed, yeah. How does that work? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he's... uh... He's just a natural sportsman, I think, you know. Um, he's a big guy as well, you know, in terms of stature. He's tall, very tall for a polo player, but very, very natural at the game. So I think it's something that's been embedded in the in the children, you know, from their father and from their grandfather. That's and right. the you know, natural horse people, the queen was her love of horses, etc. I think once you are able to ride to a certain level, you know, picking up a mallet and your hand-eye coordination is pretty good, you know. But I will tell you one thing. Um, the level that the boys play at, you've got to put in quite a bit of practice. It's not something, you know, you can just pick up and do a couple of times a year. Even if you're playing once a year, you've got to be training. And they do a lot of that in this area, uh, you know, where I am. Um, in Berkshire here in England, just to the west of London, they put in a lot of practice at some of the private grounds during the summer, etc. But the big games that you see them at, they're, they're probably limited to one or two a year now and mainly around charity. Absolutely. I think it's I only really ever see them associated in polo when it's charity driven, when they're raising money yeah. for a good cause and they want all eyes on that cause. So yeah. but I'd never yeah. even thought about that. They can't just show up rusty and embarrass themselves. So you're nope. saying that they're over there where you're you are privately practicing gearing up for these games. That's so fun to to uh, to imagine. 
Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm in that sort of circumstance myself. It's been a busy summer. Mm. I didn't play too much this summer. And so I've been on horses early this winter in the arena, you know, hitting a ball that's a little bit bigger than the summer ball. And the good thing is once you've played for a number of years, you know, if you play for 10, 20 years, getting back on a horse and hitting the ball, it's not so bad. It's not that bad. Um, but it, I remember when I when I was younger and, you know, you play for two or three years, you take a slight break, you go back on. It's like beginning all over again. Your mind is more on the horse than it is on actually taking the, the ball. My mind today, when I was out there earlier this morning, is very much on, you know, being able to strike the ball properly. You don't even worry about the horse when you get to a certain you, certain stage. And I'm very sure that they can afford some good horses. So I'm sure that the horses are less of a problem for them. <laughs> I did have a question. What you know? What are some characteristics that make a great polo player? Yeah, mm. you, you talked about hand-eye coordination. Is it um, ambition? Is it you know you're, you're a very competitive person? What are some <laughs> what? Because you just said that these individuals, Harry, um, um. Prince William and the King, these are good polo players. So what mm. does it take? How would you define a good polo player? Well, great horse horsemanship is the base of everything you do. Being, you know, being able to seat properly on a horse, you know, come up out of the stirrups and strike a ball correctly. You get a lot of that from your confidence in riding, the strength in the legs, you know, making sure that the muscles are trained correctly. That's another big piece of it, you know, one of the things that you learn when you're an amateur not playing too much, getting onto a horse, uh, you know, you you don't have that balance. You don't necessarily have the leg strength that you need, etc. So there obviously a good polo player is developed very well there. Um, the lean and, you know, lightweight, the heavier you are, the more difficult it's going to be. And you find as well, you know, there's a couple of sports that are close to my heart, ice hockey. I played 20 years of ice hockey before I even got into polo. So the hand-eye coordination there, I was a goalie. So you can imagine, used to play USA and Canada, etc. Standing in goal, being able to catch these balls, uh, pucks going 100 miles an hour gives you good hand-eye coordination. Then, you know, I met Shane Doan last year at the polo party and he played in one of the games. Wow. And his ability to strike a ball was great. And he could ride because, you know, he's grown up in that area um, where he's been riding quite a bit as well. So he he could really hit a ball very well because of his hand-eye coordination. So it, the other one is Winston Churchill always said it's like playing, um, it's, it's like uh, golf on horseback. Yes. You know? <laughs> and I think it was Sylvester Stallone that said playing polo is like playing golf um on a horse during an no playing golf during an earthquake that's what he said i've yeah. never had sylvester stallone quoted on this podcast before yeah. so thank you for that for there you go during an earthquake <laughs> uh, do i have a few more minutes with you i know you're of busy course. You're yeah, of to, course. To, to jump on a plane um so, so i wondered when you are playing in charity events with members of the royal family such a tacky question i'm about to ask do you do people ever let the royal family win because they don't want to embarrass them <laughs> no comment no comment there kinsey sorry <laughs> no i think it's uh you know, there's a big difference and, and this weekend will be, you know, will be the same. What they try to do is play entertaining, open polo. I mean, you can play in different ways, right? If it's really competitive, they'll keep the ball as much as they can. A little like rugby. They keep the ball close in and, you know, don't kick it away too much. If you want to see a big sort of exhibition game, they're hitting the ball long, people are chasing. You'll see Nick Rodan 
bouncing the ball on the end of his stick, you know, 10 times and then banging it in, in, in the middle of, middle of the air, you know. During a real competitive game, you won't be able to do that so much. So I think there's the, the charity aspects are usually good-natured games where anyone can win and you're just all out there hitting the ball and chasing and making it good for the crowd. And I think that's what you're going to see this weekend. Absolutely. And um, when you've played with the Royals before, any fun stories that you can you can tell me about that? Oh, um, let me think now. I, well, I tell you a good one. I was watching next door to me here. I mean, I could almost throw a ball and hit it is the Royal Berkshire Polo Club. Oh. And um, I was there one time and I didn't know that Harry was playing. And they had a, a an early game. And often you'll never know. They they turn up, they play, and they keep it quiet for obvious reasons. And it might be a practice game or whatever that we mentioned earlier. And uh, my son was with me. He's now 11 years old, a great football player, playing in the junior Premier League over here. So a very yeah. accomplished football player. And at that time, he just used to run around kicking the ball around. And um, he kicked the ball as hard as he could, and it caught a security guard in the wrong place, let's just say, who doubled up and it happened to be Harry's Harry's security guard, you know, who must have been from like the, uh, you know, Secret Service or something like this and it just showed how easy it was just to take him out with a football, you know. <laughs> um, knowing Harry's sense of humour, that pro he probably got a little bit of a kick out of that. Yeah, he probably laughed at that, yeah. I'm not sure that he was there. He was probably on the pitch at the time. But, oh, true. Yeah, it made, it made the rest of the crowd laugh quite quite hard <laughs> um i'm not gonna put you on the spot but you wear some pretty cool uniforms with a crest on it that not everybody gets access to can you tell me yeah. about that yeah so as part of the wales piloting we were able to design our motif which is you know i've got it i'll be wearing it on my helmet this weekend and it really is the it's the prince of wales feathers and behind that is a cross polo sticks now, part of the agreement is you can't, you know, monetize uh, the motif. Um, so it's really just team issue only. So, you know, those T-shirts and some of the off-field apparel that we have is, is very rare. Um, and and so I, I heard you say they might turn up missing. So if you accidentally leave something <laughs> anywhere near me, you're going to know exactly where it went. <laughs> You'll be wearing my helmet and every podcast going forward. <laughs> As soon as you turn out, I've got it on the back. I've got it on the back of the, the helmet now, but no, they're great. And but I think part of the, you know, just sidetracking a moment, um, we were doing extremely well, playing in great charity games all over, all over the world in the name of Wales and tourism in Wales, but also in the name of the royal family and, you know, raising awareness for different charities. And we got hit pretty hard during COVID because mm -hmm. most of the games we play at had 5,000, 7,000, Go to Scottsdale, 13,000 people, you know, coming to these games. So we've had to really work hard at rebuilding the brand and rebuilding the team. And we've just signed up to play a, a whole host of games going into the Gold Cup here, um, which is, you know, the biggest arena cup over, over in the UK. We'll be playing in that again. So it looks as though we're back on, back on the road, waiting to get our new patron and can't wait to be out here. But one consistent that we've always had has been, you know, the Polo Party. I think we missed one year because of COVID, and that was it. Uh, we've been there every other year, which has been great. And Jason's support for us, Jason, Jen, and the whole team have just been absolutely fantastic. I know. They are such a good group. They're, I mean, still, to this day, I, I still love, you know, not a lot of people say I love my old boss. I love my old yeah. boss. I love yeah. Jason. Yeah. 
Um, you know, he told me that we're grandfathered in. I'm not sure I like the expression, but what it yeah. means is, <laughs> what it means is every year we're there. I love that. And how yeah, long were you? Because so you love Scottsdale. Yeah. Well, so many of our friends now are from the region, you know, so many of them uh, look out for us all year. And they see, like like me and you, you see each other's Christmas, you see yeah. each other's you know, celebrations, et cetera. And, it, and, it, and you know the people. Yeah, you know, absolutely. know each other well, although you can't always touch base. And then so when we come into Scottsdale, they say, hey, I see that you were just in St. Lucia. I saw you go here. I saw you there. So they know more about me than uh, people that live two doors down from me. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I think I remember one day I was on GB News with Eamon Holmes and I got a message yeah. from you and you were like, hey, I just saw you on TV. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's I, it. I love my yeah. friends. You did. Yeah. I see, too. You are friends with the man. And I'm so sorry for forgetting his name, but he designed Princess Diana's wedding dress. I think David I, Emmanuel, yeah. yeah I saw yeah. you at an event with him. Um, what yeah. is he like? He seems so artistic and creative and and actually very smart. Brilliant individual, yeah, absolutely. Very and very fun. And you know, so where we are, there's the bar Royal Berkshire here. I'm pointing, and it's you know, you, like I say, you can hit it with a stone almost. And if I went the same distance to my left, there's um there's a great bar there called the Winning Post. Oh. which is named obviously after horse racing, the winning yeah. post. Um, and we live right by Ascot here. And uh, the winning post is, you know, obviously a great, a great place after Ascot, etc. And David, his partner, David, my wife, myself, and the whole group of the polo players around here, you know, we'll see them all very often. And I think the event you're talking about, so David's Welsh, David Emmanuel's Welsh, a big supporter of the Welsh polo team. Oh, great. And I would say he's been coming to our games since, God, maybe 2008, 2009. So wow. a big supporter of ours for a long time. And he was at the Berkshire with me when you saw the, the pictures. But, yeah, what a great individual. And he, he, I don't know if you have the series Say Yes to the Dress. Oh, we do. We do have yeah. That's him. That comes from David here. He, he runs that whole thing here, and I think they then sold it on to the U.S. Oh, my um, gosh, so, how fun. Yeah, yeah. So he's if you look up David Emmanuel, say yes to the dress, you'll see, you know, all the series that he did here in the U.K., just a phenomenal individual. Um, the kids love him, and, uh, you know, just great, great um, individual who's got such a storied history with the royal family as well. Do you have any other royal stories for me? Do you, can you think of any other? Yeah, I'll tell you some over the weekends. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. All right. Well, uh, really quickly, let's go over what's going to happen this weekend at the polo party. Yeah. You're coming to Scottsdale, Arizona. Who are you playing? So we are playing um, Melissa Gansey and her team that come in. And, and Melissa's got the place down in uh, Florida, but also got Aspen Valley Polo Club. I believe this week they play as Aspen Valley Polo Club. And, you know, they've been great, great supporters of this event for many, many years as well. And you've got to remember behind the scenes, the bringing of the horses, the vets that turn up, everything else that goes with putting this event on. Melissa and Mark Gansey have, you know, invested heavily there. They usually bring uh, Grant along with them, their son. They're, they're the guys that pull along. Nacho, they pull along um, this week will be Nick Rodan, who's one of America's best players, if not the best player in America. You know, so they always bring great celebrities with them that are, you know, at the very pinnacle of the game, making it very interesting. So the crowd gets to see some some great teams. And then what Jason does very well, he'll have the local Arizona team playing against, you know, he's brought people in from Switzerland, people in from Cuba, Colombia, and it's just a great mix of people. So you're going to see, I think it's three to four games 
this weekend, as usual. And every one of them is great fun. Um, you know, I think in the in the past we've had things like Battle of the Sexes, Men Against Women, yeah. all this kind of stuff. You'll see the the usual from back in the day when you were there, we had the canine couture. Yeah. You'll see in the far corner, I think mostly it's, it's aimed at the students. ASU take uh, one of the big marquees up there. So there's parties within parties everywhere. And last year we had the Millionaire Matchmaker. I'm not sure what the criteria is, where yeah. you've got to bring your bank statement or whatever it is, but, yeah. you know, that, they're always good fun. They're in the corner as well. And then you've got the regular supporters like Molina. Al Molina and the Molina Fine Jewelers have been there since day one. They've yeah. got a big party on Friday. I'm sure we'll see you there. Um, and then, yeah, and then it, you, you've got Bentley Scottsdale as well that have been supporters and Bailey that runs runs that outfit. have been with us for many, many years. So, so many things to look forward to. It's parties within parties within parties that all come together on that day. And I believe as well this year, something we've been pressing for, I think there's like a sunset concert or a sunset game. I is, think it, this is it Chromeo? Is it Chromeo? I, I, I keep seeing Jason talking about some uh, after party. But yeah, that's it. About- yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, that is so yeah. funny. That is yeah. so funny. Well, um, it's always such a pleasure to... to to get to talk to you and I'm going to see you one day when I'm over there. And if you're listening to this before November 4th, um, I'm going live for GB news during your game. So you'll be in the background. (laughs) You'll be playing in in the background uh, on Saturday, but I can't wait to see you in real life and give you a hug. It's been a while since I've seen you and thank you for your time today. This has been so much fun. Uh, It's always a pleasure. Really can't wait to see you. Looking forward to seeing everyone in Scottsdale.